Amen. We, we will uh, cover the ground that we began on Tuesday night over in John 15. So go ahead and turn over to John 15, please. Let's go. Very famous passage of the great I am statement of Jesus. That is, I am the vine. And even cooler is that, and we're the branches, right? I mean, it's not just an I am of him. It's an I am where we then get very quickly included into the greatness of what it is that he just proclaims. So it's a, it's a rather famous passage. Let's read it now. I am the vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. So it will be even more fruitful. You're already clean or pruned, same word, by the way, in original language, because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as, as I also remain in you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I'm the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you'll bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you're like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burnt. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. Again, you see the kind of the parallel. Remain in me. Remain in the vine. Remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you'll remain in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I've learned from my father, I have made known to you. You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. And so here we have before us a statement by Jesus that gives us a great encouragement that it is not just a possibility, but the fast expectation of Jesus that we will bear fruit. That if we are in him, if we are in the vine, if we are in his love, if we are in his friendship, we will bear fruit. He chose us and appointed us for that very reason, so that you will bear fruit. And so you might think, well, I, I, I don't know. How can an ornery person become kind? How can a guarded person become embracing? How can a selfish person become radically generous? How can a coward become courageous? How can a weak, worldly person that vacillates based on their peer group's opinions become godly and strong? How can a cynical person 
become childlike? Well, Jesus tells us, be in the vine. Be in the vine. That what, whatever this failing of, of my fleshly character is, Jesus has chosen me and appointed me so that it will blossom into something so much more astounding and wonderful. That for every one of us, that that is the great I am statement of I am the vine and you are the branches. Jesus, the one who set heaven and earth into place, the creator of all things, the power to be able to expand the the, the universe to the degree that it is, looks at you and says, I created all that, and now I recreate you. As you come into the vine, as you are born again of water and spirit, as you, as you are now in me and I am in you, it's not for nothing. It's so that you will see real fruit in your life. You'll be effective in his mission, but also your very character will become a character that really begins to blossom into beautiful, full bloom. That is the real intended effect. But now the, the hard part about this is how. And, and I think what Jesus kind of brings it around to that startles his disciples and encourages them is that it comes down to friendship. And that friendship has an ability to bring about beautiful transform, transformation in people's lives. I don't know if you've ever watched any of the old Frankenstein movies. Um, I, of course, watched Young Frankenstein. Um, and, and there's a great scene in Young Frankenstein with uh, Gene Hackman, who's a, who's a priest. But it's, but it's very funny, by the way. But it's, but it's based on the movie Bride of Frankenstein, which was Boris Korloff's second movie. And, but there is, believe it or not, Right in this, uh, uh, you know, Frankenstein movie, there is a beautiful and touching scene that, if it catches you at just the right time, you might actually see a tear rolling down your cheek. You might. I don't know. Yeah. But 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 in this scene, Frankenstein's monster, this this monstrosity that is has been a wrecking ball in the community and a cause of all sorts of of fear and anger finds his way into the woods, trying to escape from the maddening crowds, and happens upon this little cabin. And in there is, he seems to be an old priest of some sort, and he's blind. And as the monster comes to the door with his grunts and groans, uh, 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 the, the, uh, the, the blind man says, who is that? Who is that? And he says, oh, come in, come in. And, and he begins to show such Loving kindness to the monster. And he's startled at first. And, and he brings him. He says, please, please, please come in. He's, and, and, then he, and then he just prays to God. Like, God, I'm an afflicted one. And it seems like this, this friend that you've sent me is afflicted as well. He can't speak. I can't see. And, and he begins to thank God that in his loneliness, God has sent him a friend. And he begins to communicate to the monster, saying to him, I am your friend. You've been brought to me so that I can be your friend and that you can be the answer to my prayers. What I've always wanted, a friend, as I'm kind of in a hermit, secluded state as I'm here. And he, he begins to serve him and feed him and he plays music for him. They begin to have actually joy. 
And you see this transformation of, of Frankenstein's monster. Right there as he, he begins to be gentle and kind and connecting. And as he's being put to bed and having just been fed and lies himself down in bed, the priest prays one more time at his bedside, thanking God for a friend. And as he prays, a, a tear rolls down the priest's cheek and humanity seems to come upon the monster. And, and even as the monster starts to go to sleep, in his gratitude and in his transformation and finally feeling peace and change in his soul, a tear runs down his cheek as well. And it's a, it's a beautiful scene. It's the, the sadness of it is, of course, that hunters come upon that lodge, realize who's in there uh, and be, begin to kind of fire at the, at the monster. And, and in all of the confusion, a fire breaks out in the cabin. Uh, the, the monster runs off, but as he runs off, the last thing that you can hear him say as he learned just a few words is he cried out plaintively to his blind new friend. And you just hear the scene end with him just crying out, friend, friend, friend. There is deep power in friendship. And this passage connects us to how powerful the vine is because it is based on a friendship with Jesus. Now, you may have experienced friendship in your life. I know I've experienced a lot of friendships in my life. But I also have to recognize that a lot of those friendships are not really, really friendship. There are different types of love. C.S. Lewis, in his book, The Four Loves, speaks of them. Two of the major loves that he, that he talks about is the, the idea of family love. You know, and that, that, that one of community and affinity that is based on family and that kinship love that's that, that's there and that is deep you know that's a that, that's a love that's just kind of hardwired into us and then there's also romantic love which likewise is a is a hardwired love into us too but then this other love of friendship this selfless serving commonality love that we have in friendship it, it, it's very different indeed and of all the relationships that we have in life Sadly, friendship is the one that is most easily neglected. And it's also in this day and age of I everything and individualism and being able to quarter yourself off from community through a screen or a device or a video game or whatever the experience might be. It's, it's very easy to completely miss the great transformational connection that friendship is really meant to do. Uh, and especially if you're a man, and especially if you're a man over the age of, let's say, 17, it's very easy uh, to suddenly find yourself without a real deep friendship. Some have said that in John's gospel, there are seven miracles that are rather tremendously curated by John to give us this astounding picture of Jesus. Well, and others have kind of tongue in cheek said, ah, but there's one other miracle that is in John's gospel that no one has really highlighted to the degree they should have. And that is Jesus, as a 30-year-old man, was able to make 12 new friends. <laughs> and that those men, likewise, were, were able to make new friendships. And, and, and it's no wonder because, you know, friendship doesn't just happen upon you like you fall in love. Friendship is intentional. If you look at your schedule... Your life, your time, you have to make time 
for the relationships that impose themselves upon you, right? Your mom is going to make sure that you call her and spend time with her over the holidays. That's going to happen. And, and likewise, if, if you're in a family and you have a, a romantic relationship, well, that, that likewise, like it's time to step up. It's the holidays, you know, in that romantic relationship. Those will impose themselves upon you, but, but not friendship. Friendship is, is actually very discretionary and deliberate and intentional. And it, and it is one that, that needs to be stoked in that way. But, but also what's interesting about friendship is that as you see it here, Friendship occurs when people let you in, but don't ever let you down. And that's really rock solid depth of friendship. Or or said another way, friendship, biblically speaking, is light and loyalty. Light is always the idea of the, you know, the the, uh, converse of darkness. And in darkness, you're keeping things from one another. But not when you have fellowship in the light. There's absolute transparency. It's letting you in. Jesus here is telling these guys, I'm letting you in. Everything the Father has taught me and explained to me, I'm now giving to you, he says. I have called you friends for everything that I learned from the Father, I have made known to you. Jesus is absolutely giving himself away to these guys. But he's also absolutely loyal to them and to us. I will lay down my life for my friend. That, that is the degree. And, and to know real friendship, it is, it is a friend who has candor and also, on top of that, commitment. These are all just the same concept. Light, loyalty, candor, commitment, let you in, don't let you down. All of it is, is, are the same two building blocks of friendship. But there's one other that, that is important in, in friendship, and that is commonality. To, to be facing the same direction, common vision, common passion, common goals, common interests. Unlike a, a relationship that is romantic, where the two of you face one another as you spend time together. And you talk about the relationship when you're together. About how you love one another and how you enjoy spending time and how you'd like to talk with one another. And in what ways communicating with one another is more effective or less effective. That happens in a romantic relationship. That is not how friendship works, by the way. Right? I don't, I don't have a friend. So I, I've made a, a new friend this year. He and I go to the gym and we, we, we work out together and we have these common goals. And we're, you know, the same age. We watch the same movies growing up and... You know, we, we, we also enjoy fitness. We're getting after it. And we kind of track some things together. If, and his, his name is Caleb. And if I were to say to Caleb, Caleb, how do you feel about our friendship? Well, I think the friendship would end right then and there. Right? Friends, friends don't spend time like this. They spend time like this. Friends are shoulder to shoulder. Getting after the world. And, and friends have, as, as Jesus says, a joy that they share. And Jesus wants that in us, that I, I want you to have a joy that's in me. So you, you, you do things together as friends. And, and if you're a friend desperately wanting a friend, well, the last thing that you should be doing as you try to find a friend is to, to have a friend just because of friendship. You need to have an interest, an objective, a passion, a vision. 
you have that, you'll find a friend. It's, it's not going to come just from, you know, I think we really need to work on our friendship. See how that goes, by the way, if you're a guy. See, see how, you know, deep and committed and loyal and laying down one's life is with, with that. It's like, oh, that's not the way this is supposed to work. It's just completely out of, of kilter. And that's what I, I love that about Jesus. I've, I've, had, I've had great friends over my life. Now, I was in a fraternity where, where if, if, if one of, you know, there were 29 of us in the fraternity because that's all that could fit in the house. And we expected that you would have no more than that, but that you would live in the house all three years after your freshman year. And, and it would be interesting that we'd be sitting around and you might be talking about what happened in your day. And if one of the guys would say, oh yeah, I was um, walking down Locust Walk with my friend. We were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Was he in the house? And, and if he said no, we're like, oh, that's not your friend. That's your acquaintance. No, no, no. Your friends are in the house. You can only have so many friends. And, and, and we have a friendship that is based on a, on a, on a common depravity that, that is ours. And, and it is true. We had a deep friendship, all of us. We had deep, amazing friendships. But here's what's interesting is that as we spent three years, day and night, mostly night, uh, together, doing all sorts of crazy memories uh, that are better left forgotten, by the way. But, but, but nonetheless, with all that, just moments in fellowship... I have deeper friendships. I really do. And it is amazing. Why? It's because of the friendship in Jesus that, that we all share. And, and Jesus talks that if, if you want to really get friendship on with Jesus, I, I think have these same things is that he lets you in. Let him in. He's loyal to you. Loyal to him. And you also have a commonality. This commonality Jesus describes as. That I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. You want to be deeper in the vine? Well, it's not just going to come from saying, all right, Jesus, I just want to be deeper with you. Right. That's not how friendship works. Jesus, what do you think about our friendship right now? I think if Jesus were here, be like, dude, we're yoked together. Stop looking at me. Let's look together at the work that we're doing together. You want to experience the depth of, of a relationship with me. Know the joy of significant, astounding change that we bring about through the world as we go about this together. Do you want to get deeper in the vine? Just align yourself more with what it is that Jesus wants to do in this world. And he obeys the father's commands and he makes it very clear to us as he tells us everything and lets us in. Hey, here are the commands. Here's what we do to change the world. Wow, what significance is ours? So not only do you get a good friend, but you get significance. And, and by the way, the more that you do it together, the more that that joy begins to burden. When, when you've actually been there in a, in, a, in a young person's life and you help them kind of blossom into faith, oh my goodness, the joy that you experience. When you help a marriage that may have gone on the rocks suddenly know Jesus and suddenly that family comes together in Christ. And for generations, you know that everything will be changed. There's nothing like that joy that, that occurs. That's, that's better than kind of you know, hitting your pull-up goal together. Uh, that's, that's better than the fraternity hijinks that, that you would perpetrate together. But to, to have that kind of an impact together, that's a depth of joy. That's a friendship. That really becomes legendary in us. And if, 
if you really want to know what it is to be in the vine, the transformational effect of friend, friend, if, if you're a monster of some sort in one way or another, and you, you want to have that effect of friendship on your, on your soul, your character, your walk, my, my goodness, just, just align yourself more with those things that bring joy to Jesus. And they will bring joy to you. And know that all the while, as you continue in this walk with Jesus, more and more closely and carefully and wonderfully, and really celebratory, that every, every step of the way that's there, that he's also going to be a friend that is candid with you and committed to you. Candid with you, he's going to prune you along the way. And if he realizes as you're walking, you know what? You would be a whole lot more effective at this if you did not have a Netflix habit that required 14 hours a week from you. So how about we find a way to just kind of have a little bit of expulsion of that in, in, in your life? You, you know what would be a whole lot more? If, if you weren't so desirous of, of material security, my goodness, you don't know the joy of, of trusting in the Lord and in the Father. How, how about we just kind of take the rug out from underneath your feet with all kind of financial security that was once. Let me just take that away from you right now. Sure, it'll feel like financial collapse, but you're going to be landing on a greater foundation. That is security in the Lord. Man, once that happens, oh, you're going to see. We're going to have so much joy once that happens. Ah, it's going to be great. No, no. Yes, it's going to be great. Because he's a friend that will lay down his life for you. But walk this walk with Jesus where you accept and enjoy the, the pruning that comes from it in every step of the way. And, and know that there is no doubt that he's never going to leave you nor forsake you. You are in this vine because he chose you and appointed you. Not because you earned it in some way or another. You are in this vine. Bear the fruit that comes from this kind of a, a friendship that you have together with one another. And by the way, on top of that, then we enjoy this friendship one with another. And I think that if we can do anything with what we see here to kind of help put this into even better practice, let's be better friends one to another that help us to be better friends with Jesus. Let's be friends that let each other in. Let's be friends that, that more augment the, the commonality of our great purpose and mission and significance and interest and passion and objectives that we have in Christ. And, and let's be friends too that, that really make it clear not by saying, how do you feel about our friendship? But make it clear that we are never going to let one another down. Be there. Be there for one another when that needs to occur. It'll be just a small reminder of, of what we have in Christ as we are in the body of Christ. We're a blessed people, by the way. We really are. Over the top, a blessed people. That we have a friend in Jesus. We have a friend indeed. And we have friendship even here.